Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello and welcome to the EM360 podcast with our Ask the Expert series, a weekly conversation with people who are impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is Max Curtin, Editor-in-Chief here at EM360 and your host on today's podcast. Now, joining me for today's Ask the Expert discussion, I've got Dr. Akil Sahi, Chief Product Officer at Symphony Summit AI. Now, Symphony Summit AI is a leader in AI-driven IT service management that is part of Symphony AI, the $1 billion investment fund committed to building the next generation of AI and ML applications across multiple verticals. Now, before I bring on my guest, I think it's important I give you a little bit of background on him. So Akil, he's an accomplished executive with a wealth of experience in managing high growth, multi-hundred million dollar product portfolios at large enterprises. As well as his role at Symphony Summit AI, Akil is a member of the Forbes Technology Council and an advisor for early stage startups. So welcome, Akil, and thank you so much for joining me on this week's podcast. Thank you, Max. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to this week's conversation because you're going to be walking us through some use cases and examples and just a general education around virtual agents and digital colleagues for people's organizations, which is definitely a industry that we're we're starting to see a big boom in. So I think a good jumping off point here is if you wouldn't mind giving us a bit of an introduction to the current landscape and attitudes towards virtual agents and digital colleagues and what industries are you really seeing embrace this? Thanks, Max. Yeah, this is actually a whole spectrum of chatbots, RPAs, and virtual agents that are coming into their own right now, as we see, right? So so the landscape is evolving very fast. And in fact, you know, if you see the landscape and if you see the statistics from Gartner, they say, you know, by 2020, algorithms will alter the behavior of over 1 billion global workers. So that's really a tremendous impact that these automation and AI-based technologies are having on global workforce. So the interest that we see in AI-driven automation is across industries. So it's a very horizontal effect that we're seeing across multiple verticals, whether you know they're healthcare, manufacturing, retail, finance. Uh, you know, effectively across the board, we're seeing a mass adoption of these kind of agents. And of course, IT enterprise service management is seeing quite a transformation with this, as is a customer service support. It is an exciting time and, and interesting to see how this is all evolving and growing. And I think an important element to look at here is obviously automation is all the rage at the moment with organizations are exploring ways to relieve employees from those mundane and repetitive tasks. So my question to you then is, how do digital colleagues help organizations achieve that? And really, what sets it aside from other forms of automation that people are bringing into organizations? You're hitting the nail on the head. So automation is imperative for organizations to have invested in automation to ensure that the speed of delivery and services are accelerated, right? So automation is, however, not new, right? Automation has been around for years, you know, for decades, in fact. And what is different is AI-driven automation. And so the nuance here is that the decision-making is actually done by AI and the actual execution of scripts and the tasks that are repetitive are done by automation. So when you bring them together, that's where transformation starts to happen, right? So you're trying to make some intelligent decision-making based on machine reasoning, based on 
natural language processing and conversations with end users and analysts and you're actually trying to automate all that through automation so the ai augmented automation in fact is going to have a huge impact you know again if you go back to gartner's data by 2023 40% of io teams will actually have ai augmented automation so that's again a huge impact on it productivity agility and scalability and it's not just restricted to it it's actually enterprise service management itself is being transformed by these technologies so what would you kind of say to someone who who came to you and said oh but i've got this automation process in place What's the additional benefit to having this this digital colleague? How can that free up my workers and, and free up more time? Yeah, so that's actually a great question. So digital colleagues, you know, if you see or digital agents, they fall into two broad categories, right? There are scripted chatbots that follow a predefined script and a workflow, and they actually are helping a lot in RPA and in other areas of customer support. But what is also developing rapidly is this area of digital agents, which are AI driven, right? So the technologies of interest there are natural language processing, of course, because you're conversing with end users and actual employees of the organization. And you need to understand what they're trying to request or trying to report about, right, in terms of issues that they may be having. So there's an NLP involved which is an acronym for natural language processing. And then there's machine reasoning, which is, you know, the next generation of machine learning. And machine learning and machine reasoning is based on looking at past data and trying to find patterns in there and use that for decision making, right? So these agents are based on NLP and machine reasoning. And that sort of technology is actually adding a lot of value and intelligence to these agents. How is this technology kind of evolving? You mentioned that obviously we've had automation for a while now and it's been a process that we've had, but NLP, everything is is such a a growing rapidly. But uh, what are we kind of looking for in terms of where the technology is going and how it's going to improve these digital colleagues? Yeah, so they are actually beginning to have major impact in organizations now. So what we are seeing is, especially in enterprise service management and IT management, you know, up to 50% of tasks, repetitive and manual tasks that operation staffs are burdened with can actually be automated. So, you know, I'll give an example. So one of our customers, which is, you know, a global leader in connected car technology, they have uh, used Cindy, which is our digital agent, to reduce their MTTR from 12 hours to 2.5 hours, right? And that they have achieved through the digital agent that we have installed there. And that handles 30% of service requests today and automates, you know, 25% of tickets. So this is really transformational technology where you actually are able to take load off operation staff and free them up to do more higher level strategic tasks. And this is going to, of course, impact the IT operations cost in a dramatic way, as well as deliver a lot of benefits and CSAT to employees. I'm glad you kind of brought up uh, cost there because I think that's an important factor for for people who are delving into this and and looking to kind of implement this in their organization. So from a kind of purchase angle, how can the digital colleagues help organizations cut back on costs? And I think complexity also falls into that category as well. Yeah, definitely. So cost and complexity are the two dimensions where digital agents actually help a lot. 
because they are taking up all the mundane and repetitive tasks and automating all that, right? So, so you can think of cost reductions or IT cost centers, but also freeing up our operation staff to actually do more meaningful strategic things that they typically are not able to dedicate their time to. That's what it boils down to at the end of the day, isn't it? When when you're introducing AI to organizations, it's all about taking out that mundane and freeing up time for other users to basically perform more complex tasks and, and promote more to the business. So I guess when you're taking it to a board level, that is the main focus that they want to really be looking at. What are the long-term kind of implementation strategies that organizations should be looking at when putting this kind of process in? So in terms of process, you know, this is AI is not an IT project, right? Because it involves the enterprise in terms, of course, the strategic thinking, but in terms of collaboration, right? So there has to be buy-in from various organizations that are involved in an AI-based project like this. And so this is a collaborative project that should not be a top-down IT project that is imposed on on, an enterprise. It has to be a very collaborative effort. Unfortunately, we've got to come to the end of this podcast in a moment. But I first, before we go, want to get your thoughts on the future and what you're kind of hoping to see happen. So what do you think the future of Digital Colleagues looks like or, or what do you hope it will be? Yeah, so Digital Colleagues, you know, will fulfill the promise that AI has, right, which is of emulating humans. So we envisage that digital agents will be a lot and more and more like humans and they uh, would think and act like real colleagues, right? So effectively, when we talk about digital colleagues, they, of course, needs to have technologies like vision and, and image recognition, but also the power of AI to process large amount of past and present data to predict future outcomes, right? So they will, of course, need to be more empathetic, display emotions, and have advanced sentiment analysis, but also emulate human behavior and actions. It's interesting, isn't it, to see where it's kind of going to go in the future and, and how organizations are going to really implement this and, and take this strategy forward. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. Akhil, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today. So thank you so much for coming onto the podcast and, and walking us through this and uh, explaining your point of view on it. Thank you for joining. Thank you, Max. Thank you for having me. No problem. And thank you very much for everyone who listens to this podcast. We hope you got a lot out of it. Make sure you go subscribe to this podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasting fix. We'll be back next week with another In the Ask the Expert series. Thank you once again to Akil, and we'll be back next week, and we hope to see you here too. You've been listening to the EM360 Podcast. For more great content, head on over to em360tech.com.